T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's going on, everyone? Joe Cameron, John Ritchie. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you off and rolling this uh, Monday morning with the birds. They win. Not the prettiest win, but a win. And a win, by the way, that was never really in doubt. I mean, come on. As long as the Eagles got that onside kick, they were going to win the game. And the whole game, I thought they were going to win the game. Now, the result, a 14th victory, a 14-3 and record, a division title, and the one seed, which is huge. We'll talk about it all today and certainly get your reaction, 215-592-9494. Richard Rich. Hello, Joe. Hello there, John. A group of lemurs is called a conspiracy. So what's a lemur? <laughs> forget a forget a group of lemurs. What is an actual lemur? Really? Like, yeah. It's a primate from Madagascar. Come you know on, what a man. primate is? Uh, similar to a mammal, but apparently not exactly a mammal. <laughs> I don't know. A primate. Like, they are mammals. Gorillas That's and apes. Good. Aren't gorillas and apes primates? Yes. All right. There you go. I think, yeah. I, I, yeah so, I'm uh, on the ball today, man. Yeah, from uh, from Madagascar. Okay. And a group is called a conspiracy. Well, there it is. It's pretty fancy. Pretty fancy name. Apparently it is. You know what's fancy, John? 14 and 3. 14 and 3. Now, look, not the best victory yesterday. We all know it. We all saw it. We understand. As the season is, well, as the regular season c- concluded, the Eagles obviously are not playing their best football of the season. But I'll say this. Hurts is back, and it looked to me like he should be okay for the playoffs. And I was – 
concerned about some of the comments after the game about how much pain yeah. he was in. That That's not great, but two more weeks. He did a nice job yesterday protecting himself. So you get Hurts for the playoffs. You get the number one seed, which is huge. And I, I don't know how many people yesterday thought of Rob Thompson. Yes, Philly skipper Rob Thompson. Why? Because I did. Why? <sighs> because when the regular season ended, well, well, when the Phillies clinched the wild card, I should say, he stood up there, bottle of champagne in his hand, and he said, boys, 13 more wins, okay. 13 wins, okay. 13 wins, and we're world champions. And I thought a lot of him yesterday because it's three wins. Oh, Joe. And the one seed really helps you, and two of those games are at home. Apples, apples and oranges and oranges galore. <laughs> this, is, this, is, uh, this team is trending weekly right now, weekly, W-E-A-K, heading into that all-important postseason. I, I, I'm troubled. I'm troubled by the way that looked yesterday. I was happy that Jalen was able to get out there and, and get after it. That, that's a real positive. It's very positive that we've got two weeks to get him better and to get other guys hopefully back. But the last month, we've floundered. And, and flopped around, and it feels like everyone, fans and coaches and players included, have sort of had some excuses made for for losses and for almost losses. You know, yesterday, yesterday should was not, not. Y- Yesterday was not an almost loss. I okay. never thought they were going to lose, ever. All right. Well, it got a lot closer than I would have liked. It and did. I promise you, I promise you, those starters who took the field yesterday expected to be out by the third quarter, and they weren't able to accomplish that because the offense wasn't schemed in a way that allowed them to accomplish that. So it goes back to the coaches again. The coaches have been an ongoing question mark for me. Uh, you know, the, think about the last month, Joe. I, and, and and I am thrilled that we have the one seed because we need the one seed because we're not right. We got to get right, we, and we got two weeks to do that. Can they can they recover to where they, they're a close approximation to the team that they were a month and a half ago? I don't know the answer to that, but I am nervous right now. Think about the last month, the Chicago game. We we go in there and we say, ah, you know what? We didn't look good. And Chicago actually, Chicago is technically the worst team in the NFL. They have the first pick in the NFL draft yeah. this coming year, and they made us look pedestrian. And we said, hey, you know why? Because the weather was bad and it was hard to play football. Well, you know, it's it's hard to play for both sides when it's freezing cold. Why is it that they weren't as affected as we were? The bottom line is we didn't play well enough. Against Dallas, the excuse that we made was, uh, you know, we played pretty well, but Dallas is good, and Gardner Minshew gave the ball away. Well, that's true. And, okay, again, but excuses made. The Saints, it was Minshew just is not good enough. We now know Minshew can't do this, and we are crossing our fingers to get Jalen Hurts yes. back. And a bad game. And I'll say in a bad game plan. I thought that was another major factor Absolutely. in that game. Yeah. The coaches factor in every one of these weeks, if you ask yep. me. And then against the Giants, it was Jalen's back, but the coaches prevent him from being Jalen Hurts. 
And I guess you can say it's smart to protect them. Heck yeah, it was. I believe he can protect himself. Now, so you think the Eagles, you think they schemed Hurts wrong yesterday? I do. Oh, I don't, John. You know why? Because they got the win. Okay. And they kept and him as not and they kept him as healthy as he reasonably could be. Okay. That and that to me that's that's mission accomplished and, yesterday. And the way that they schemed it yesterday, we can never scheme it again the way we did yesterday because it prevents us from being a great team. And and we'll get more into that. But I I don't know for certain that this switch, you know, the imaginary switch that that you flip when you turn it on when the postseason starts. I don't know that that's easily flippable by this team with the way things are constructed with the with the people we have lost with the people we have compromised out there on the field. I am very concerned about a, a lot wow. of factors and we and we can get into all the individuals. Sure. But right now, we are not the team we were a month and a half ago. Well, that last sentence that John just said, I will agree with. Clearly, the Eagles are not as good right now as they were a month and a half ago. Meanwhile, like the trending, we are trending the wrong way. Yep. Meanwhile, there are other teams in this NFC that are trending the right way. Yeah, I mean, San Francisco. Yes. They're coming on. They're coming on. Look, we'll we'll get everyone's reaction at 215-592-9494. Your reaction to the Eagles' victory yesterday, what you made of Hurts, how he played how they let him play. Do you dwell more on the negative of yesterday in the past few weeks or more on the positive that they actually won the game yesterday, get the one seed, and were, for the most part this year, remarkably dominant? Again, all of it on the phone lines with you, 215-592-9494. To the phones in just a second. I'll just say this, John, to what you just said. I think your criticism of the Eagles for how they managed Hurts, I'll even say micromanaged them, um, I think it's unfair. I really, I think it's incredibly unfair. I think he was incredibly frustrated. I don't care. To, I don't care. Listen to him talk after the game. He says he doesn't want to make it about him. Every question's about him. And he was bristling at the nonstop. So how are you feeling? What, where is this headed? Look, they how obviously told him to get John. I, there's a couple of plays early in the game where he got down earlier yes. than he normally would. We all saw it. Yeah. And I say to myself, good. It's more because than that. you're going to win this game it's, anyway. It's more than that, though. We 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 took away the best part of this offense yesterday, and that's not just Jalen running the ball. It's the way we scheme our RPO stuff, the way that we always have an extra block. Don't you know he because was because we leave someone for right. Jalen. They didn't trust Jalen's health enough to leave someone you know unblocked. Do you know why? Because they were trying to protect. Them. No, no, no. Because he's injured. Yeah, and I understand how okay. injury works in football, and I understand there are a lot of guys who don't feel right. If we try to scheme it the way we just played against whoever we yeah. play in the first round, we'll lose that Okay, game. well, listen, I'll say this. I get that point, and I might agree with it. I mean, it depends, but I don't expect the Eagles in 13 days – to play offense schematically the way they did yesterday. Well, they can't. I think yesterday to me was a survive in advance, and I don't think we need to hit the breaking news sounder to say the Eagles survived, and they advanced. All right, let's go to the phones. What's your reaction to it? Do you think more in terms of the negative, more in terms of the positive? Is John commentary uh, fair there, unfair? What do you make of it all? Let's kick it off with Joe and Mayfair. Good morning, Joe. Well, first of all, congrats to the Eagles for getting the number one seed. Regardless of how you get there, you got there. That's um, true. 
kudos to Jalen Hurts for playing hurt. You can see he was frustrated playing hurt. You can see that he was frustrated that they weren't running an offense that he wanted to run because he was hurt. So when you're mentally not prepared to play, he's been, he was also rusty, and you can't run the offense that you want to run, it's going to be frustrating. The problem that I had yesterday is they didn't run the ball. If, if you want to run the ball and then set the pass, again, that's the problem with this Eagles offensive staff is 10 straight pass plays with a quarterback who's rusty. I can understand throwing one or two in the beginning of the game, but, but not to get your backs involved or to play downhill football, to have a long drive or two to get an early lead so then you can run the ball later in the game. So, so maybe Jalen's not even playing the third or fourth quarter. But yesterday's game plan was try to keep him safe. He was playing hurt. And you could see he was frustrated playing hurt, and he couldn't run the offense. I mean, he loves running an RPO. They didn't call one. That's what he loved. That's his bread and butter. So, it, it, so it's, Joe, to be clear, are you criticizing the Eagles or not? I'm not criticizing the Eagles if that's what they thought they had to do, but I'm talking about Jalen. You can see he was frustrated. Okay. That, that It's like, Joe, you go to work, and you have your, your, your specific seat you sit in, and you have your microphone, yep. and – you don't have your microphone for the entire day, or you don't have something you're used to for the entire shift. It's you're gonna be frustrated, and I think he was absolutely frustrated yesterday. Does it matter? Does it, does it Joe? Joe, does it matter? No, they got the fourteen and three. Okay. Now they get a bye week. It gets to be healthier, and that's all. I mean, and as long as the team doesn't come out in the first playoff game and try to you know play Air Mahomes or you know Air Burrow, if you know what you're good at. They're the best at it, and I just hope they go back to doing running the football, a little little RPO, setting up the big plays because you can run the football, then they'll be fine. But if not, they're going to be one and done. Yeah, I so, mean, Joe, I got you. I got you, and I appreciate the call. Remember this about the RPO offense, guys. It's predicated on the defense being able to a large extent, based on where they stand and how they attack, to dictate whether the Eagles have a running play or a passing play, essentially whether Jalen Hurts keeps the ball including whether Jalen Hurts also, though, doesn't keep the ball, gives it to a running back, but is vulnerable to a shot where a guy comes in at him. I think the Eagles yesterday schemed their offense designed to do two things, and they did them both. One, as reasonably as possible to protect Hurts. Two, to win the game. They got it done. I, I, I'm perplexed, John, by they your— They got it done. They got it done against uh, the Giants' backups and— by the end of the game, look that that game should have been thirty-five to nothing. Well, it almost was it twenty. Was, it was it almost was, twenty-three nothing. The touchdown got called back. I mean, they it was were very, nineteen to nothing. Yeah, it should have been thirty-five or even more had we actually uh, caught a couple interceptions that well, were right so. in our hands. Yeah. yeah, it would have been a blowout to where we could have gotten our starters out of that game. It, you know, midway through the third quarter, and it didn't work that way because we are not functioning at a high level right now. All right, let's go to uh, Tom and Abington. Yo, Tom. Yo, fellas. How we doing today? Doing all right, Tom. All right. So, uh, whew, they got it done, huh? Sure <laughs> they did. got it done. Sure did. Um, so, uh, you know, as I lay asleep or lay in my bed trying to fall asleep last night, I kept seeing two numbers come at me, 83 on the offense and 44 on the defense. Yeah. Those, I don't even know their names, but those two guys were all over the field yesterday. Yeah. Let me ask you guys, is this the first game that our special teams won the game for us? Between Jake Elliott's 15 points and I'll give an early game ball out, guys, to N'Kobe Dean for making what I thought was the most important play of the game, getting that not-so-surprise onside kick. Yeah, look, I don't think it's as simple as the special teams won the game. I mean, Tom, I, I think – 
look, no one's going to want to hear this, but just know this. All those times the Eagles kicked field goals, they did move the ball into field goal range, meaning the offense got the ball down the field. They just couldn't put it in the end zone. Mm. I, I don't think the special teams won the game. I think Jake Elliott, I'll tell you this, yesterday's the first time I thought Jake Elliott might be as good as David Akers. Yeah. And I yeah, got a, he... I got a lot of love and respect for David Akers. Jake Elliott, I mean, this guy's probably going to be a 10- to 12- to 14-year Eagle. He's a great kicker. Yeah, well, the two big takeaways uh, from that game for me is, one, you have to make those interceptions. I, I think I counted four where it hit us right in the hands. And then, of course, the red zone offense. If you can't do that in the playoffs, you'll be one and done. Well, that's that, a great one. Yeah, one I agree with five, that. One and yeah. five red zone production, 20%, meaning we converted a touchdown, one of five chances. And then goal-to-go situations, yep. we were one of four. One of four, and and the Giants would line up, and they would say, you know what we're going to do? We're going to come after them. We're going to blitz them, and we didn't have an appropriate plan. You know, we protected Jalen in the run game by not even giving him the option to option off of that end man. Sure. Why on earth do you go into a game with that protective plan while running it and while passing it, you don't have hot routes built in, you don't have sight adjustments built in, so when they come in scot-free, and that is the worst thing we do offensively, is pass protect. Why don't you have sight adjustments and hot routes for a quarterback who's compromised the way that he was? When, when we were in the red zone and they decided to light it up, he was running for his life yeah. without an option to dish the ball. Let me ask you a question. Do you think the Eagles think Hurts can handle it? Well, if they thought he could handle it, why wouldn't they let him handle it in the run game? I'm, I'm asking you, do you think? Because we've talked about this through the, the season. I just don't understand the difference. Why do you protect him in the run game and not in the pass game? But that's not what I'm – That's faulty but, but that's not specifically what I'm, what I'm asking is the idea of, hey, if they blitz here, hot route, boom, guy get open, Jalen, throw it right to this guy, get the six yards, bing, bam, boom. Do you think they think he – sees that I think he absolutely yes I think he can absolutely see that I wonder if they think the wide receivers can function in that way like they have to see the blitz we haven't right. done it much this well year. they haven't done it and it's, and it's... I don't understand that this, that part of our game is not NFL style well yeah I mean they don't run a west coast offense and so they're not equipped to that stuff I mean it's a it's a good list it's the kind of thing John I'm sure a defense would try to exploit come playoff time no but doubt. The, but the Eagles will probably go back to the RPO thing and we're gonna find it look the Eagles in San Francisco are headed onto a, a tremendous collision course I mean I don't want to assume that the Eagles beat Dallas or Tampa oh by the way if you missed it the Eagles get a really sweet advantage for that game Be, and, and I'm bummed as a viewer this weekend because I love saddling up for the six games and settling in and, and, and watching those games and getting some hoagies and cheesesteaks and having a great time. And the game, of course, I think we're all looking forward to the most is Dallas versus Tampa for all the implications, primarily because it's probably who the Eagles will play, whoever wins that game. Also because Dallas and Tampa are two marquee franchises and we're very accustomed to both. It's Brady, it's the Cowboys. But if you miss the news, that game's being played on Monday night. So it's a negative as far as the viewing experience of the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. It's a tremendous positive, a tremendous positive for the Eagles when they play, which means, you know, the Eagles, if that game comes to fruition where they play the winner of that, that game will play on the Sunday because it's not like that team's going to turn around playing on Monday night and then play on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. So as long as Seattle doesn't win 
And as long as the Giants don't win, and I do think the Giants have a chance. I think the Giants could beat Minnesota. If that doesn't happen, you know that the Eagles will get a team when the Eagles have 15 days to prepare. The other team's going to have, you know, l- less than a full week. And if it is Dallas, it'll be their fourth straight road game. Too, that's wild, man. Week. That's, yeah. that's, a real, that's a real advantage. Credit to the league for finally really helping a team that had a great regular season. Because so much of this these days is stacked toward evening things out, and that's a big advantage for a one seed. I assume, James, maybe that flip-flops year by year, AFC, NFC? I mean, was the AFC last year maybe the one seed was – I don't know. I, just, I don't remember. I don't know. I mean, it's big obviously ad- the marquee games. They it chose is. to give the marquee game the, to Troy yeah. and Joe and that Monday night thing. John, that's that. a big advantage, man. Sure is. I mean, that's really pretty yeah. cool. All right, let's go to uh, Kevin right now in Delaware. Hi, Kevin. Hey, guys. Hey, Joe, mentioning that game. And help me out, John. Maybe you can. Do you remember Wild Card Weekend ever closing out on a Monday night? Wasn't it always all the games were on Saturday? Well, I think last Sunday? year they yeah, did it they for the first time. they started it. Yeah, when they added the extra uh, okay. the team. Is it two years okay. ago, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah, when they like, added the extra team, was, they added the extra night. Uh, okay. I was caught off guard that it was on Monday night. But, no, hey, that game yesterday to me was like a, a, a preseason game. It was a vanilla offense. And mm-hmm. I think we know why it was a vanilla offense to protect uh, to protect Jalen. So, they accomplished what they set out to do. We got the first round by. Do I think we still need some tweaking to do? Possibility. But I'm not, I wasn't really concerned about the offense. I didn't really expect a whole lot out of the offense because they were going to do everything they could, could do to keep Jalen and healthy. And, and I'm cool with that. Totally. I, I thought it was just going to be vanilla, and I don't have any issues with it. And, John, what's the problem there? They won the game, and he stayed as healthy as possible. What's the issue? The issue is we can't run that offense anymore. Do you think it they won't will work in the postseason? Do you think they will? Uh, John, do you if, think if they we think would that's... ever type of run that offense ever in the playoffs? No, I think in the playoffs they're going to expose him and let him run they have because to. it's going to be more important. Where right. that game yesterday, it was important for the first round by, but it wasn't that important that he needed to go out and play the same type of well, offense we've been playing. And all Kevin, year. I got to tell you, man, and and we talked a lot about this last week. This is where the Eagles, frankly, got very lucky that the Giants did not go all out to win the game. If Saquon Barkley's in that game and Daniel Jones is in that game, then Sirianni has a real decision to make. Am I going all out with Hurts, or am I doing what they did yesterday, which is not all out? The problem is it's been five weeks. It's been five weeks since we've gone all out. Jalen didn't play two of them. I understand that, and that is See, you, mis- is you misidentified how problem. injured he was. I was trying to tell you, John. He, I tried to tell you he's actually injured. And and there are people like James. There I, for, are a lot of people who are actually injured. No, he couldn't have played. I think it, I, I think it's pretty clear now that he could not have played. Yeah. That, you know, they 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 said you're not allowed to play. Well, they clearly said that. I, I believe they said that. There's and no he was question asked after did. the game. Yeah. He was asked after the game who was responsible for the decision for you to stay out. He said, I don't want to get into that. I played today or something. Listen, that's a good, and that's they a good got, answer They got by the him. one seed. Yeah, exactly. They got the one seed. So they did it right. They got the one seed, and he's healthier heading into the playoffs than if he had played last week. I so agree, you're James. telling me you feel confident that this team can flip a switch after five weeks to go back to what they were you know, uh, over a month ago. I'm saying I, I haven't seen it for so long. And I think it's I think it's really difficult to do that. Well, especially if you're compromised at your right tackle position and your nickelback position, yeah. and you're you're moving guys around, and you've got contingency plans for just in case those guys can't go. We're not the same team that we were, and now we are out of practice with the way this offense works best. I'm just saying it's a worry. I, I I'm not saying hey, 
you know, bad job winning the, the, the first seed in the But NFC. it sounds like you're saying bad job how they won. That's what I object to. You're saying bad job how they won yesterday. I don't think anyone in that building today – well, I don't know if they're even watching film today in that building. Uh, when they watch, go back and watch that film, they're going to yeah. say, man, this does not look right. Well, no, it does. We but weren't here, here, as good as we needed to be, John, as we expected to be. Here's the analogy. I think they thought they'd be up. So, well, so so much that they could sit guys and rest probably, them early, probably, and they weren't able to accomplish that against a group of backups from the Giants. No, I, I agree with that. I'm not saying it was a, a a great performance by the Eagles. I guess here's what I'm saying: if Steph Curry played an NBA game and for some reason had a Markel Fultz like shoulder situation, let's say it's a national injury, it's not in the head, where he couldn't really hoist threes, so Steph had to play, you know, more around the rim. But they say, let's play Steph because he's better than whoever his backup is. But he's not going to shoot threes. If Golden State still won that game and Steph still came out of that game healthy enough to play in the next one and hopefully be better, then I'd say job well done by Golden State, job well done by Steph. That's how I view yesterday with the Eagles. They clearly did not want Jalen Hurts to take too many hits, so they didn't run their normal offense. I think just like Steve Kerr would know, hey, when the games get more real, let's let Steph shoot threes when he's able. Hey, Nick Sirianni, let's let Jalen run the ball when he's more able. I don't think it's that complicated. I I thought it was smart. I really did. Jared Cameron, John Ritchie, your reaction all show to what we saw yesterday, what we saw this season, 14-3, and three, and obviously the playoffs, they're coming up. They really are. Jared Cameron, John Ritchie, plus coming up next, Sirianni on Hurts, on the physicality, on the injury, on the pain factor, what Sirianni said postgame. It's the first time you really got a forthcoming answer about the Hurts injury. I mean, let's be real. They were playing duck and cover for a while with information. What Sirianni said about Hurts, you'll hear it next on 94 WIP. It's the Midday Show. Joe DeCamera is not... Well, hold on a Current. second. That's not, that's not fair. That's that. I was done dirty there. First off, Seltzer didn't signal to me that we were like, you know, getting too close. I came back in the studio and it was it was back. I had to throw the All music right. on real fast. Second problem. Second problem was the reason I was out there scurrying around. I was trying to find a glass or a cup because I want to have some water here, and there are no. And this is incredible because we otherwise normally would have about sixty cups out there. There are no clean cups. There, there's nothing. There's no plastic anything. There's no glasses. There's no nothing. So I almost grabbed a uh, bowl and thought I'll fill up a bowl with water because I'm going to have my peanut butter cracker soon and I'll drink out of the bowl like a cat. Oh, I wish but, you had done that. But I then so decided against that. All right, let's go to the phones. 215-592-9494. Sal, so this segment, why don't you go clean a, a, a dish for me, clean a glass? <laughs> no, no, James. I wouldn't ever do that to you. Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to Anthony right now. Hi, Anthony. Hi, buddy. How are you? Good, man? pal. John, how you doing, pal? Pretty good. Joe, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm very, very concerned because we're, we're going into the playoffs. We're limping into the playoffs, trending downhill. Yeah. Uh, the first, first 10 plays last night were passes. I don't understand it. Uh, we didn't start throwing the ball more until the second half. We had a drive last night with nine rushes and five passes, a good mix, 71-yard drive, eight up six and a half minutes. We ran the ball in the third and seven and got it easily inside the, our red zone. Uh, we had success with regular zone blocking schemes last night uh, against a, a preseason team. I don't understand what we, we were trying to prove. Uh, we don't have to run the RPOs. We should, we got, we're supposed to have the best offensive line in the league. 
We 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 did not run the RPO the way we normally. No, do. Uh, but we didn't have to, John. That's what I'm trying to say. We could have beat that. We're supposed to beat that team up and down the field. The second string that they had out there. I think it speaks uh, to the fact that the way the way Jalen Hurts gives us an advantage is something that you. It's almost impossible to measure how important that. No, is. I, un- I listen. I get all of that, but we should have been able to dominate that team with just a regular running scheme. Um, and we could somebody. Could somebody tell me why Boston Scott don't play more as hard as that kid runs? Anthony, I've been saying it for like three years, man. No, I can't agree with you more. I, I think he's really the most it. underutilized player I've ever seen in Philly sports. I think he's good. He's very good. He's, and he catches the ball out of the backfield. I don't understand this. Uh, let me ask you another question. Where was Tyrod Taylor last night? They they wanted to secure they wanted to have him be healthy as the backup quarterback for the playoffs. Well, if he would have played last night, Joe, we would have we would have might have lost that game. I tell you the truth, might have. Yeah, might have. And, and, and I'm going to tell you my other concern. I'm going to give you some numbers here. Yep. Okay. And this is the defense. And my friend, I love you. But if this happens in, in the next couple of weeks, me and you are going to have a day of reckoning on the radio. Uh, last night we gave up 129 yards rushing against the yeah. Giants. Yeah. We gave up 129 yards, almost the same exact the same exact number against the Saints. Yeah. Uh, his third down conversions, people ain't looking at. We're eight, eight, the Cowboys were eight for 15 against us. Saints were seven for 16. That's almost a 50 percent con- conversion rate. All right. Prescott threw for 77 percent, and Dalton threw for 81 percent. Uh, you go into the playoffs like this. Let's. I, I think we're going to play either the Giants or Brady. Uh, the way it looks like the matchup. You mean, Cow- you mean Cow- Cow- Cowboys or Brady? I'm sorry. Oh, you mean oh, you think the Giants are going to beat Minnesota? You're saying? Yeah. I, listen, I think they could. They uh, came they down could. a late field goal. They could. I, I, listen, <laughs> yeah, a- a- Anthony, good call, man. Always. I mean, John Giants versus Minnesota. It's the more likely scenario for a team to get clipped below the four or five matchup. Gut yeah. gut feeling. Yeah, my gut feeling is that the the Vikings seem to be able to pull out these close games, and they'll figure out a way. They're they're just more talented than the Giants are. Yeah. I do think the Giants, they've got a great coach, and and they will be nice and rested. You know, the Vikings played their guys yesterday, and I there's a chance. There's, there's a, a chance. chance. Oh yeah, it's a three point point spread. I mean, it's it's possible. Seltzer, here's a question for you, my man. Who are we rooting for? Giants play Minnesota. If the Giants win, the Eagles would probably face the Giants instead of Dallas or Tampa. Does that mean when we sit down wild card weekend, we root for the New York Giants? I think it probably does, but I will say. <laughs> These da- are the tough situations Dallas in Dallas looked pretty bad yesterday, man. I know they, they, did. They, they started their start. We're talking about the Eagles and all. So they lost to Sam Howell convincingly. So, I, like, I'm not that scared of Dallas either, but I, I think you root for the Giants. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, honestly, I'm not that scared of any of those teams right now. Yeah, the Niners are the only team that, that yes. con- I wouldn't even say scared, concerns me. When I say those teams, I'm talking about the first first matchup for the birds to Derek and Paoli. Hi, Derek. What's up, Joe? I'm going to get to John in a minute. So I was hanging out with some dude with the college, which you me and him were pretty good. Friends. Oh no. What's this guy's name? Uh, he just, his name is Andy Busby. He was on a basketball. Yep. Team. I know Busby. Yep. Absolutely. Got, like, together a good, good, good we guy. Busby. So listen, this, this is what I don't like about Philly right now. Right? Like we're 14 and three. Number one seed. Oh, right. So it's like, Derek, Derek, I'm going to put you on hold. I do want to hear you. Your, your phone's cracking up. We'll get right back to you. Ken in South Jersey. Hi, Ken. Good morning, gentlemen. 
Hey, Ken. I want to I want to get to the Eagles, obviously, but first of all, I I want to say something, Joe. Um, I know you love Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Um, I was watching that over the weekend just because it was kind of on, and I was waiting for something to happen, so I was killing some time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I noticed, and I don't know if anybody else noticed it. Maybe John, you noticed it in particular. The um, the bombing run that they have to do yep. is a straight up ripoff of the bombing run that Luke Skywalker has to do to blow up the Death Star <laughs> in the first Star That's Wars. That's interesting. Straight up ripoff. You know, I hadn't thought of that, but you're you're not wrong. The trend, it has to be a direct shot. The Sam, yeah. Direct hit, the little tiny exhaust port, all of it. Radar goes out, no targeting system. It's like <laughs> John Lucas or, or uh, uh, George Lucas should get a cut of that. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, I think that's a great, great observation by you, Ken. Great observation. Well, I, you have to be old enough to know that. So, yeah, that's uh, people, people, yeah, I got it. People, people listening that have seen both movies, they they know what you're saying. We got it. We got it. So, uh, you know, it, it's funny because I feel like. You guys could have like kind of taken today off and just run a recording of this day in 2017, the day after the the, the season ended and the Eagles were the one seed mm. going in, and all these questions about can they get it back and are we concerned? This sounds like the exact same conversation. Now I know they're different teams, so so I, I get that, but. You know, 17 games is a long season. You got injuries that you've got to work through here at, at, at the end of the at the end of the year. Um, I really believe they're going to see the Giants in two weeks back in Philadelphia hmm. because I think the Vikings are utterly fraudulent. So, you know, it, it's just I, I, well, I think what you saw yesterday was a team that knew they were playing a team that wasn't even really going to try and win the game. To your point from earlier, Joe, the game never felt like it was in doubt. They right. they went out, they they, they kind of jumped out to a 19-point lead, and there was no way that team was coming back yeah. from a 19-point lead. Ken, the only, way, the only way the Eagles could have lost, and the, the odds were probably less than 3% at that point, would be if the Giants had actually recovered the onside kick and then taken it down half the field and scored. I mean, could they have? Sure, but... Think about what, what we're are the saying, chances? Though. I mean, the the Giants' backups. Like you're saying, yeah. there's no way they could have won that game. There was a way. Had they recovered the onside's kick, they had a chance. It was a one score situation, and I can't believe it ever got to that point. That's I mean, a, technically you're right. Te- technically you're right, John. But I mean, when you're watching a game, and and you know, you have a you, you have a feel of a game while it's happening. And at no point during, like I did something yesterday, that I would never do during a, an Eagles game that would actually have meaning um, that I would, I would be concerned with. I, I actually got up and ate dinner halfway through the second quarter <laughs> in another room in the house. And well, didn't even, I didn't do that, but I'll tell you what I can. I, I, I was cleaning up my apartment during the game. That's how casual I felt about it. Honestly, it, it never felt in doubt to me. Uh, my, my number one concern is, you know, get, get healthy, get all the guys back, you know, uh, missing Lane Johnson is just so huge. And, you know, if if you've got Lane Johnson at 70%, he's better than Jack Driscoll at 100%. And that's that's going to be a key to, to, to whatever it is they want to do. But, you know, they're, they're not going to run their regular running game where Jalen Hurts threatens you in the run game um, yesterday, which, you know, kind of makes sense. So I'm not overly concerned. Would I like to see him rolling into the playoffs the way the 49ers are rolling into the playoffs? Sure. 
But, uh, you know, I think when they're healthy, I still think they're the best team in the NFL. Definitely all right, all right Ken, excellent, excellent calls always. So, John, here's Will one. Will he be healthy, though? Will well, like Lane Johnson, yeah. we know that he won't be. We can assume that Avante Maddox with the toe, you know, that, that is a serious situation. Yeah. So we're going to be shuffling and probably have C.J. Gardner-Johnson in there as the nickel and, you know, make do at the other safety spots as a result. It, the, the team is and, and you can really it, it feels like those two spots are are the big ones that you know and you want to get and you want to hear that Josh Sweat will definitely be back for the playoffs we don't know that yet I tend to think he would be but we really don't yeah, know yeah I think he will be they but. probably sat him yesterday I mean I, I don't know maybe, maybe it was in part because they thought they'd win anyway maybe the injury was still strong enough that he definitely would have been out even if it was a must-win game against a team playing all their players I don't know here's one thing that is Noteworthy, John, because the you know the caller there started his, his point talking about how similar it is to the end of 2017, and it is. I mean, it's not identical. It's not like you're going to the backup in the postseason, but it did feel like a clunky end of the regular season, similar to how 2017 felt like a clunky end of the regular season. And we know the Eagles in 2017 were an underdog in both games they played just to get to the Super Bowl. And I found it noteworthy that upon the completion of the regular season yesterday, the Eagles are, according to, to you know one group I'm looking at here, not the favorite to win the Super Bowl from the NFC. I'm looking at odds that go Chiefs, Bills, 49ers, Eagles. Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean the Eagles would be an underdog at home to the Niners in the conference title game? Not sure. Maybe. Probably. I mean, maybe when that game's played, and I do think that game will be played. I think the 49ers will win their game. I think the Eagles will win their game. I think in three weeks we're going to have a titanic showdown at Lincoln Financial Field on a, on a Sunday at either 3 or 6.30. And it's going to be for all the marbles to get to the Super Bowl. And, and listen, maybe the Eagles are a, a one-point underdog. But you know what? They're going to be in that game. They're going to have a great chance to win that game, and I look forward to it. 215-592-9494. Now, what is a concern is getting Hurts as healthy as possible for the playoffs. He, he obviously will be more healthy than he was yesterday, but I don't know that he'll be fully healthy. It's very clear that he's been injured and more injured than the Eagles had let on. Here's Nick Sirianni after the game yesterday talking about Hurts in the game, but also just you can infer that clearly Hurts had been banged up these last couple of weeks. Of everything that was said yesterday after the game, the line from Nick Sirianni, he was hurting, he was hurting bad, I thought was the most noteworthy comment about the hurt situation. And, you know, they obviously, John, played a game of possum publicly over the last couple of weeks because they didn't let on, they didn't let on to this. They, they didn't lie, but they just were not anywhere close to forthcoming about the reality of Hurts' situation. Would you agree with that? Yeah, and that is just the way they operate. It is the way they operate. It's the way they operate. That's exactly right. It's the way they operate. When Jalen was asked about, you know, the situation, he just kept coming back to, I played. 
oh, yeah. I played. You know, he wasn't necessarily happy with how he played or how he was asked to play. He just wanted to say, I don't want to make this about me. I played. We won. You know, essentially mission accomplished. Right. And so that does make me think that with another two weeks, things will be different. He will feel better. What's than what, he what did is concerning though is we don't know how much better he'll feel and how much more right. capable he'll be. Like we don't. And that should be a concern. Yeah. If, if, if he is, if the coaches still feel like he's hurting, he's hurting bad. Right. Like like Nick said, then do they continue to try to protect him? And and it's, it's wonky the way they're trying to protect him because as I said. It's just in the run game, not in the pass game. And I don't understand why you would do it that way. If it's so important to keep him safe and keep him right. upright and keep him healthy, then why do you only protect him half the time? You know, why do you go over the top to protect him half the time just when you run the football? All right, let's talk to Derek and Paoli was in the middle of a call. His phone was cracking up. Hi, Derek. Go ahead, bud. There you go. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we got you, man. All right, get to it. What do you Bye. got? Now, man, so it's not, it wasn't too good up that way. But anyway, I, I was just trying to say, like, the Eagles, they accomplished all their goals so far, and, and every team don't play great every week. We lost two games without our MVP quarterback, right or wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like people talk about San Francisco. Look at San Francisco's schedule, bro. Like, I, I, I got Seattle. I got Seattle beating San Francisco. This would be their third time playing them, and I'm pretty sure Pete Carroll can dial up something to frustrate Block Purdy a little bit. But we just gotta relax, man. I think th- are are they ten point under? Yeah, I won count. Yeah. I, I won count on Seattle winning that game, Derek. I'm taking. I, I bet you everyone to bet. But anyway, John, I always noticed that because I listen every single day. I heard you last night too. It's like the Eagles. You give them a little bit of love, right? No matter what. But I remember when the Phillies were struggling. You always see the good in the Phillies when they're struggling. But with the Eagles, I always feel like it's something personal with them, man. It's kind of frustrating. Like, we're 14-3, and three, man. Like, this is the most we've ever had in franchise history. And we're sitting here talking about, like, how we limping into the playoffs. I don't I don't see that. We're talking about we limping. Are. We're talking about limping. We not, are limping. Not the 14 the wins. Not the 14 wins. Right. We're <laughs> talking about limping. It's funny to me, too. Hey, you can't possibly, Derek, you can't possibly feel as great about this team as you did a month and a half ago. I'll agree with that. And yeah. and so that coupled with the fact that there are there's one team in particular that is doing the opposite of limping. Yeah, they are taking off. And this time of year, it's about who's got that that feel, you know, that that like indomitable feel that that they know that they are better than everyone else. Once upon a time, this this Eagles team, I didn't care who we played. And this was recently. I didn't care who it was, whether it was AFC or NFC, we were going to win every game we took the field and now things have changed. Guys have gotten beaten up and and we have had to change the way that we play and that should be a worry to everybody. All right, let's go to Mike right now. Hi Mike. Hey, but going on, fellas. How are you? Good morning. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. All right. Listen, I'm listening to everybody over here. You know, people don't like the you know coming out throwing the ball eight times. I love seeing Jalen throw the ball eight nine times. How do you, how do you expect to get this kid you know to to shake off the rock? I love seeing that. I needed one thing yesterday: a victory. Nothing else mattered. Okay. I don't care if they won two to zero. I needed a victory. Nothing else mattered. Yes, they played like a half, you know, they played a half-speed game 
against backups. And, you know, I'm sorry we didn't get the 35-point victory. You know, I'm sorry we didn't get style points. None of that matters, okay? We won. I have all the confidence in the world. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm stupid. I still have a lot of confidence in Sirianni that he's got something dialed up special for the playoffs, okay? So maybe I'm in the vast minority here. I got what I, what I needed. I'm good. Jalen is going to be fine. See, yes, Mike, I'll say it's funny. You can't, you can't say you wouldn't feel better yeah. had they actually gotten up 35 to nothing and then sat all their starters in the third quarter. Mike, I think you're oversimplifying it. I, I, I more lean in your direction than John. Big picture here. But I think you're missing the reality that they are not playing great headed into the playoffs. I agree, Joe. I fully agree with that. You know, again, I was out there in Chicago. And ever since that game, they've just not been the same. But I also – do believe that they have been purposely taking their foot off the pedal, trying to preserve some of that for the playoffs. And again, maybe that if that's what they're doing, maybe that's not the best strategy in the world. Okay, but at the same time, you know, they didn't need to go out and destroy them yesterday. Because you know what? If they would have won by forty points, you know what we'd be talking about today? Oh, I hope they could keep that momentum after the bye. Like we would be complaining about that. So put it put it all aside. A, you know, a big victory against. The, the, you know, the second string yesterday wouldn't have meant anything. Would have liked to see better production in the red zone? Yeah, that was a little concerning. The defense had me a little concerned. But then, you know what? I also take away, you know what? Jake went out there, went five for five, clutch field goals. You know, he's getting a little bit of a rhythm with, you know, with uh, Kern now being yeah. his play sticker. But so Kern's a lot of punting terribly. <laughs> that guy, he's awful. I mean, we should consider options at this point. He, you think it's is, that bad, John? Kern has been terrible. I've been shocked. I, what, he had, he's whatever net punting is. He's at the bottom of the league. What did he? He netted thirty-three yards yesterday. It's funny. That's I didn't notice it. I didn't notice it being that I bad. Did. You did, yeah, James. It was bad. Yep. Well, look, maybe he this guy doesn't have it. I mean, apparently he was great, and now he's old, and now he's not so great. Um, what about the fact, yeah, the, and that is that Sean is Sean Landetta, issue. 62 years old, 64, <laughs> 58. What about Paul the fact, Landetta, guys, one more time. What Je- about the Jeff fact Beagles. That, that Brightwell, that Bright, some guy Donnie named Jones, Brightwell. Right? I mean, he's not that far gone, right? <laughs> Which guy? Donnie Jones. Oh, a weapon. yeah, he was a weapon. Donnie Jones was a weapon. Je- John, they averaged you- 6.1 yards per carry <laughs> against our defense yesterday yep. with backups running the football. Now that this uh, to me, this has been an ongoing saga. Yes, and you've been more. There have been. There was a game or two where it felt like, yeah, they really locked it in, and and we were better at stopping the run. But I, I understand that Jonathan Gannon doesn't prioritize that the way that I do. Yep. But when we've seen this team lose, it's because other offenses can run the football and keep the chains moving and keep the ball away from us. Yesterday did nothing to assuage my fears that that can happen in the postseason against a team that decides to commit to, hey, we're just going to shove the ball down that Eagles team's throat. They're, they're really solid when you get into a passing situation, meaning our defense, you know, they can tee off and they can sack our quarterback. But if we keep, if we keep it, you know, second and six and then third and two yep. and then keep grinding while gaining 6.1 yards per carry – we can keep the ball out of their hands. That that yesterday gave me a lot of questions about whether we can just suddenly fix this, you know, remedy all that ails us in two weeks. 
And I know a lot can change in two weeks yeah. with health and everything else. But the way we're operating right now, it is not as a dominant team. All right, coming up, uh, A.J. Brown, his interaction with Mike Quick after the game yesterday. Of course, A.J. Brown uh, passing Mike Quick for, for yardage in an Eagle season. Congrats to him. We'll get to that audio. Plus something really, really, I think, unfair in sports. And it's not being uh, discussed, I don't think, nearly as much as it should be. What it is, I'll tell you next. Joe Cameron, John Rich on WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.